Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. From Pennsylvania Avenue to Main Street, Scott Inez tackles the hot topics like only he can. It's time for Inez Says. Hi, hello, happy new year. Welcome back to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. You can find the podcast most everywhere you get them including Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can find it right there in the WDBO app as well. And check me out on the radio every single weekday morning in Orlando for Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580. Outside of O-Town, be sure to stream right there in the WDBO app. Well, for the first time in 2023 today, it's time to chat with Brian Kilmeade here on the Inez Says Podcast. You get to hear Brian's talk show every weekday morning, 9 to noon on WDBO in O-Town. On the docket for today, this tire fire in the U.S. House, will Kevin McCarthy get enough votes to be elected as Speaker? Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell appearing side-by-side with President Biden. That's an interesting scenario. And the story of DeMar Hamlin, who at the point of the taping of this podcast remains in critical condition after going into cardiac arrest on Monday Night Football. Here's that conversation with Brian. I get it. Some Republicans like Matt Gates and Byron Donalds here in Florida, they, they think McCarthy is all about the status quo. And some may have a, a personal issue with this guy thinking he's an opportunist, whatever the case may be. But the bottom line, the bottom line right now, Brian, is that the optics are important. Public relations, as you well know, matters. And right now, Republicans on Capitol Hill, it, it looks like clown college up there, Brian. Uh, it does. Some people are like, hey, it's democracy in action, kind of. Uh, first time in 100 years, and we haven't had this many votes since 1856. Uh, and that was four years from a civil war. Let's hope it's not the, uh, mm. few, the past repeating itself. Yeah. I just don't know what breaks. Uh, because evidently one of the worst things they did is uh, Kevin McCarthy went in and said, I'm done negotiating right before the vote. Uh, I deserve this. I should have this. And then uh, Mike Rogers got up and said, you guys should vote for him. What's your problem? And uh, we'll take away your committee assignments if you don't. And Chip Roy started cursing back and Lauren Boebert started cursing back. And they all dug in and went from six votes to possibly 19 to all 19 and 20. In fact, he lost a vote in the last round, so it set up a fourth round now. Uh, my, the other person is Jim Jordan, has wants no part of it, but he's not going to budge, unlike Paul Ryan. Mm-hmm. He, you know, Paul Ryan has a consolidated, you know, has an attitude of let's come together and let's rally around. Jim Jordan doesn't have that. Yeah. He's like, I just need a committee. I'm not right. into wrangling votes. Right. I'm not into coming up with uh, that policy. I want to do investigations. Yeah. So he's going to turn it down. Steve Scalise. Would you going to go turn around and, and go get Steve Scalise? Really? You're trying to get concessions from Kevin McCarthy. So without any concessions from Steve Scalise, you'll just give it to him. How does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Uh, because you've never nego- you've negotiated for six months with Kevin McCarthy. You're not happy. You'll have zero negotiations for his deputy, who there's no indication he'll be any different. So to me, it's uh, personal. Uh, so when they bring up, well, you, we have $31 trillion in debt, and he's been in leadership since 2007. Just tell me the votes that he was so, is supportive. Well, he didn't stop enough. 
Well, you talk to him about it. You understand that he's only got one chamber. You understand what his power actually is. You understand that a lot of moderates want to raise the death ceiling. Severe conservatives don't. So, I mean, I, I don't I don't understand it. No, I agree. I mean, you know, Jim Jordan, like you said, Jim Jordan doesn't even want the gig, right? I mean, I'd love to see Jordan get it, but he, he doesn't want it. So he even is now voting for Kevin McCarthy. So it, I, to me, it's just time for the GOP to end this nonsense. In the meantime, you got the work of the people here. I mean, you got the chaos at the border. You got this ridiculous domestic energy policy, if you can call it a policy. You have corruption and, and politicization of uh, of the DOJ and the FBI and the Biden. You got all these investigations that need to be done. And this is why the people actually sent these these folks to Congress. So it's time to, to get on the same page and, and just move forward here, Brian. You know, they, they say it's embarrassing and Democrats are loving it. OK, I think after a while you don't. And just from the semantics part, it's a big day when you get uh, so sworn into Congress and you bring your family and your cousins down and they make the trip and you can't swear them in. Mm. Democrats can't get sworn in. Right. No committees can be assigned. No right. investigation can be done. So after a while, it's like, okay, we're laughing. Oh, they were in disarray. Okay, okay wait a second. Uh, now, I just have to sit there and watch. And when and they have three straight votes. I don't, by the way, I don't get it. If you vote me, no. And then right away, you have to vote me, no. Then you go, let's do another vote. Well, what happened in between? What's going to change? <laughs> right. So they, uh, let's do another vote. And I'm, I'm writing our, our experts, and I go, guys, is this really going to happen? Yeah. I go, what changed? Are there negotiations? Yeah, they said, I go, a staffer's meeting behind the scenes? Am I missing it? And they said, in the cloakroom, and there's a famed cloakroom where they do negotiations, nothing. Yeah, is there arm twisting being done? Is is there horse trading being done? I mean, what? I mean, yesterday afternoon, McCarthy got, what, 203 votes? He needs 208. Last night, he got 200. So who knows what's going to happen today? We shall see. Meantime, you have the Senate Minority Leader, Mitch McConnell, Brian, appearing with President Biden today in Kentucky, touting that $1.2 billion infrastructure law. I, I saw Nikki Haley call this a publicity stunt. Well, what do you think of uh, Senator McConnell appearing with President Biden today? You know, I, I got to go back eight, I think it was eight months when they passed it. But I saw in the infrastructure bill, and a lot of people weren't, uh, conservatives were not in support of Donald Trump's bill was bigger. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, famously, he had four of them, uh, and none of them really passed because there's some phony Russia investigation would prop its head up and everyone would get distracted. Now we know how insulting that is and bad it is for the country, but we don't want any uh, Democrat to have any regrets, so I'll move on. So he had a bigger bill, and the guy's getting a bridge, and he's getting a road. Mm -hmm. I am not uh, necessarily – I'm not in support of uh, all great government spending, but this was one of these things where you lost the Senate thanks to Donald Trump's actions after he lost the election. January 6th was the next day, the January 5th, the, next, uh, the day before. So you lose the Senate. So you lost your power. So what they did is, okay, we need an infrastructure bill. Fourteen, I think, signed on to it. And they get a bridge in uh, the Portman well, lobby for who was an OMB director and conservative by trade. And so to Mitch McConnell, it's Ohio to Kentucky. So he's going to show up for it. I am not for it. You lose a majority. Uh, Democrats never do it. You should go along and go, listen, that's a pretty good idea. It's not, not what I want. Two-thirds I don't want. One-third I do want to build a bridge in my town that I wanted. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to show up for the ribbon cutting. And maybe at the same time, I'm going to go. There's, there's a, I use that same interview to say, what is what I liked? What I don't like is X, Y, and Z, and remind everyone the green energy investments they snuck in there. 
But it doesn't mean you don't cut the ribbon on a bridge that helps your state. Really quick, before I let you go, I wanted to ask you about this DeMar Hamlin story. It's just so horrible. The Buffalo Bills safety, cardiac arrest, Monday night football. According to his uncle now, he had to be resuscitated twice on Monday night, still in critical condition. I mean, Brian, here's a person who is apparently in top physical peak condition who just his heart just stops on a football field in front of the entire nation. Let's hope and pray that he's going to be okay. And I know you talked about it a lot yesterday on your show. Yeah, and even that night, uh, called in and I was able to talk to some doctors on uh, Tuesday night and was uh, even calling into a Hannity show who had uh, was Jason Chaffetz filling in. And what they do is they say his lung capacity is back to 50%, but he still is not breathing on his own. They don't know what happened. And which has been brought up, so people right away say, "Oh, it's got to be the vaccine." That's not right. I, you know, we heard about the, this um, uh, this cortis, uh, this this action where you get hit in the chest, usually by the cross or, or baseball or soccer ball, and it's happened in a lot of youth sports where kids die, mm-hmm. which is why you have defibrillators in most parks and certainly games and colleges because the only thing you can do if your heart gets jammed like that in between beats, and I'm just using pedestrian language because the only thing I know. In between beats, it sets off an electrical charge that throws everything off, but it doesn't stop beating. Is you need a defibrillator, you don't need uh, you don't need to be uh, CPR. So the question is how quick they got that on him to jolt his heart back, and what they wanted to do. And I've been told by these heart experts they iced him. Uh, I have not seen that coming from the hospital though. Mm. So uh, people are reporting now that he's fit, or his family is his uncle is reporting. He's got 50% of capacity back but can't breathe on his own, and they have been in induced coma still. And that's really, for the most part, uh, not a really good sign because it's been a couple of days, and people did think he'd be out by now. So the, the Hamlin uh, collapse is something that still hasn't been critical condition. Uh, Buffalo Bills kept everybody v- vaguely up to date, but here's a statement from the family. Uh, uh, thanks, and they just say we'll have updates regularly. Uh, Hamlin's uh, foundation has gotten $6 million. I do think they should put that into a GoFundMe situation because I'm not sure how much you need $6 million worth of toys. I understand people's hearts. But the one thing to keep in mind, I know it's the lesser story, is how do you play this game? Uh, I know it's football, but football, that's the way it is. We see these people paralyzed, sadly, from Daryl Stingley in the 70s uh, to uh, Utley, Michael Utley Mm -hmm. of the Detroit Lions to uh, Reggie Brown. Um, You know, we watched him not breathing, and the people have come back, and we saw Dennis Byrd lose the the, the use of his lower extremities, the New York Jets defensive lineman. It just happens in, in, in this collision sport. But the question is, how do you make up this game without making it unfair competition for the rest of the league or or too unfair to these two great teams. Um, and uh, the one answer that I heard Boomer Sison bring up is get rid of that week between the Super Bowl and the championship games. Well, that's fine. So that means you just give two teams an ex- uh, no week off mm-hmm. and you give the rest of the teams – uh, a week off, so I, I don't know how you do this. I really don't. Thanks to Brian Kilmeade for coming on the Inez Says Podcast today. I'm Scott Inez. Thanks so much for joining me. Find me on the radio every single weekday morning, Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580, and be sure to stream us in the WDBO app. I'll see you next time. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection. The lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. 
Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.